Good morning. Okay, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Tainus daf Yotes. Today we begin Bez Hashem, the third parak of Masechus Tainus, and we left off at the beginning of the parak on the bottom of Yud Chesem Beis. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. It's also sponsored by Friends of the Beach Minion, Lezuchusur Fushlema, Fa'arye David Alevi, Ben Yehuda Shira, Yishlavur Fushlema, Besok Shar Chole Yisrael. So the official agenda, thank you, the official agenda of this parak is to discuss the different sorrows that we would be matri and miyad, that we would fast for right away, meaning the things that, that are not necessarily related to a lack of rain. That is the official agenda of the parak. What the parak actually talks about is it's called Pirka de Chasida. It's a parak of uh, five or six spots straight of stories. The entire parak. Now, what's the difference between the official agenda? Official agenda means what the Mishnah is about. So you can have one long Mishnah that's going to be about all these different types of tzaros that could happen, and then the only, pretty, pretty much the entire Gemara and the entire parak are uh, stories that somewhat relate to the uh, to the Mishnah, but those stories don't begin today. That's Be'ezus uh, Hashem tomorrow for the for the for the next uh, most of the week. So uh, the uh, we're, today we're going to talk about the different sorrows that were matriya miyad in places uh, where they where those sorrows happen. Then we're going to talk about where we're matriya bekalmakom, even in the place where those sorrows aren't happening, because we're concerned that it's going to spread very very soon. Then we're going to talk about the sorrows that are so bad that we're even matriya on Shabbos. When we say matriya, we mean that we fast on and we cry out even on Shabbos then we're going to tell the story of Choni Agel when he davened for rain and then the Gemara is going to talk about what happens if you declare a fast day because it's supposed to rain, you need it to rain and then before you even start fasting or right when you start fasting it already starts to rain so do you stop fasting, say thank you very much and go eat breakfast or do you continue the fast, then the Gemara is going to define what's called a famine and it's going to distinguish between two different levels of, uh, of famine then the Gemara is going to talk about types of rain that benefit different uh, different areas. Some some types of rain will benefit the trees. Other types of rain will benefit the vegetables. Other types of rain will benefit the cisterns and the and the, the boros. And then we're going to talk about what we are matria for during the shemitah year when uh, when all the produce is hefker anyway. And then we're going to discuss uh, a different mishalim for when it rains on time and when it rains a lot. Meaning the mashalim We're going to give uh, different mishalim. And then the gemara is going to talk. About about um, uh, the story of Nakdimon Ben Gurion borrowing uh, springs of water and a last-minute miraculous rain that uh, that gets him out of having to pay a lot of money for his uh, for his loan. So uh, so that's on the agenda for today. So let's begin at uh, the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Yud Ches So the Mishnah tells us Seder Tanya Seder Amur. The the all of the Tanyas that we've been talking about up until this point, the initial three fasts and then the next three fasts and then the then the uh, the, the Seven fast. That's all of Biravia Rishon. That's if the first Ravia went, the first uh, rainy season passed, and it didn't rain. So that's what we've been talking about to this point. Aval, but if you have a different case, if you have Tzmachim Shashinu, if you have uh, growth that just looks odd, it looks uh, it's it's uh, it, it's it's uh, it's different, and it's not uh, producing what it's supposed to produce, and it's uh, it's uh, damaged. Then Matriyin Alei and Miyan. Then you would fast right away. You'd be Matriya right away. The Gemara on Dafyud Dalit had 
the machlokas. Well, what does it mean, matrian? That Rabbi Yehuda said matrian means b'shofar, and Rabbi Yehuda b'shila said matrian means saying anenu, anenu avinu, anenu, anenu el avram anenu. And Tosos writes that matrian means matrian. Umisan, and it means you fast also. It doesn't mean just matrian. In the Hemshech of the Mishnah, we say that, uh, that that uh, that that a city where something happens is misana umatras, even though throughout the rest of the Mishnah, matrian means misana umatras, because over there at that point of the Mishnah, we're going to have a sheet of Rabbi Akiva in that specific case that disagrees and holds matrian velo misana. So that's when the Tanakam is going to spell out matrian umisana. But uh, throughout the rest of the Mishnah, whenever it says matrian, it means matrian umis. It means that we cry out either with the shofar by saying anenu and we fast. So in these cases, in cases where it's smachim shashinu, matrin alein miyad, there goes there a tightness right away, a baha, b'sheni chamishu sheni, like all the, uh, sh- with the, with the full chumrah of these seven final uh, fast days that we say for when it, uh, for when it doesn't rain. V'chein, and we, we also are matriya miyad, shepasku gesham ben geshem, legeshem arba imyom. If it ceased to rain between one rain and the next for 40 days. So, uh, so it did, it rained already once, but then it stopped raining for 40 days. Then we right away are matria, like all the chumras of the seven uh, final fast days, because that is something that's going to lead to famine. Because by it, when the rain pauses, it's going to, whatever, uh, whatever is sprouting and began to grow is going to be ruined. And even though you still have payros from the previous year, but you know that there's going to be betzoros, there's going to be famine, you're not going to be able to grow produce this year. So you do that right away because there's no, no time to make seder atanios uh, because the nezek is immediate and, uh, there's, and if you don't do something right away if we don't react fully right away we don't have time to do with three and then another three then we go straight to the, to the most chamur we go straight to the chumra of, of the seven S- says the mission further yordu l'tzmachin um, if, it, uh, if rain comes down uh, uh, in a way that's be- that benefits l'tzmachin meaning it comes down softly avalo yordu l'ilan but it didn't come down in a way that benefits the trees or l'ilan below the or vice versa, or or it comes down in a way that benefits the trees and the smachim, but not in a way that it's going to fill up our uh, our boros. So then matriyin alein miyad. Then also we're going to have to be matria right away because if it uh, doesn't come down in the proper quantity, so uh, the, uh, the 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 it's it's going to be a problem right away. Uh, if, as opposed to if it didn't come down at all, a person is waiting that uh, that it still might happen. But when it already happened, it already rained, and it didn't rain properly, so then we're matriar miyad. Or if you have a city that it didn't rain on, and there was a nearby city where it did rain, so both cities are matriya. Why are both cities matriya? Because it's a similar klala for the area. Because the Pasuk says, And the Gemara is going to say on Daf Chaf, on tomorrow's Daf, that the two cities, both the city that it rained on and the city that it didn't rain on, are included in the Klala. Osair Misano Mitras, so the city that it didn't rain uh, fast and is Matria, the Kolsvivosemos Velo Matrios. But the uh, the surrounding cities they fast but they're not Matria. Rabbi Akiva Omer Matrios Velo Misanos. Rabbi Akiva says they're Matria, they blow the shofar, but they are not Misano. We're not Matria 
tainus for a tzibur when uh, they didn't suffer anything. So Bikiva holds apparently that tainus is more chamur than being matria. So he says we're not going to go all in on them. We're not going to be mat- we're not going to make make them be uh, be misana, but at least they'll have to be matria. The Ushalmi explains the machlokas that uh, both the Tanakam and Rebekiva say that since they don't have Itzara Mamish, they, uh, they, they only need to be Mevakesh Rachamim like one would on Rosh Hashanah or Yom HaKippurim. So the Tanakam says, yeah, like Yom HaKippurim, where you're Misana Velomatria. You fast, but you don't blow a shofar. And Rebekiva says, yeah, like Rosh Hashanah, where you blow a shofar, but you don't fast. So they all agree it's like Yom Noraim. question is, which of the Yom Noraim we should treat it like? And that seems to be the Machlokas between the Tanakam and Rabbi Kiva. That's how the Yushalmi explains. If you have a city that has a plague, where people are dying, or inexplicably buildings start caving in, not when it's expected and you see that they're about to cave in, but inexplicably so they, they, they start the buildings are falling. Also, ear misano matras. That city should uh, should fast and should be matria. The kolsi will say misano slo matrias, and the surrounding cities should fast but should not be matria. Rabbi Kiva mer matrias slo misano. Rabbi Kiva says they should be matria but they shouldn't fast. Ezu dever. How do we define how many people die? Is it called a plague? So ira motzia chamish meos ragli. If you have a city where five hundred people uh, walk around in the city, meaning that leaving out to the uh, zikenim who don't get around and uh, women and children who are not Osek Bimalacha. So we're talking about in the commerce center of the city, you'll find 500 people there. And you have three uh, people who die on uh, three days, one on each day, one after the other. So, so uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, there was a death each day. Then you know that it's already a death. But if you have uh, fewer than that, or uh, three people die on, uh, you know, on, 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 on uh, one day, or over the ca- the course of four days, then ain't a dever. Then we don't consider that to be a uh, to, to be to be a dever. Now Shuvas Chavas Yoyer he says that uh, whenever it's misas uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people shalokederachateva that's called a dever. That it's not people dying natural death. We're not talking about people who are uh, who are of advanced age and die of natural natural causes. No, something is going on. That it's shalokederachateva in the Tzvaris Tisol and Fifth Park Pirkeavos. He says it's. A misa lulocholi, that it's a misa without uh, the normal illnesses that you that you would find. It seems from the Gemara that we're going to see in a couple of days that it means that you have a pandemic, you have a, you have a plague. You have, you have, it is a holy, but it's a new holy that's apparently very catchy that uh, people are able to catch very easily. So that would be considered a, uh, a dever. Uh, the, uh, the 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 by a mapolas it didn't say how much has to happen, right? By a dever it said, okay, if you have five hundred people and uh, three uh, days in a row where someone dies, that's Deborah. How many buildings have to cave in for it to be that requires fasting. So the writ varies, it must be three houses. And there's no chilek between a small city and a large city. Because inexplicably, buildings falling in inexplicably is uh, shocking in a large city as, uh, as much as it is in a, uh, in a small city. So if it happens to three houses, so uh, that, that would be considered uh, mapolas. I don't know why one house is, because maybe it depends how big the house is, right? When a building caves in like it did in South Florida, that's, uh, that's shocking. And it's, I mean, I guess maybe that is more than three houses, because each apartment is a house. 
house. But even there was one uh, one event, so uh, so I don't know uh, I don't know why why the ritva says it has to be three, but the ritva says it it has to be uh, it has to be three. Okay, so uh, we we said that three mason on three days. Now uh, I, I, I Rashi on Daf Chafal is going to say that means one each day, and the Gemara is going to say uh, on on Daf Chafal also that it goes proportionally, meaning if you have a thousand. Uh, people in the city, and it's got to be two each day for three consecutive days. 1,500, three each day for three consecutive days. It goes up proportionally. Maisa Shiardu, I'm sorry, no, Al Elu Matrian Bechal Makam. The following saros are that we're about to uh, to delineate your matria betainus wherever wherever the where, where, wherever you are even if the tzara happened in one place anyone that hears about it has to also fast if the uh, the the the, uh, it, the grain dries out through because of a strong wind or there's an illness that people makes people's faces turn green or the crops are being eaten up by grasshoppers or if they're wild beasts killing people, or there are soldiers coming to destroy, uh, they're coming through towns and they're, they're destroying towns, even though they're not coming to attack your town, they're going somewhere else, but they're walking right through your town. Uh, then we're matria on all of these sorrows, because that is a makama halechas. That, that is something that's going to spread very quickly. So even the places that uh, feel like, oh, it's not happening here yet, it's just yet, but it will happen at, at some point soon, and therefore they're matria as well. And one time the Zikanim were leaving the Sanhedrin and they were going back home. Court was done in session, I guess. They were going back to their cities where they lived in Eretzel. And they were Gozeratainis because they found just an area the size of a Pitan or a very small area of Shidofan, of wind blasted grain in Ashkelon, which is a, a city in the Eretz Plishtim, even though it was uh, at the end of the Gvul events, very far from Yerushalayim. But all of Eretz Yisrael is considered one unit, and therefore there goes their tightness on the entirety of Eretz Yisrael because that is a makama lechas. It's going to affect everyone very soon. Similarly, there goes their tightness when uh, when two wolves ate, ate two children in Averyardin. So uh, you had wild animals that were attacking people. Rabbi Yossi Amar Lo Al Shaachlu Al Shaniru. No, there goes their tightness before they even ate anybody, before the, the the animals even killed anybody. Just the fact that. Uh, that, they, that, that, that the wolves uh, appeared in the city, and since they don't normally appear in the city, that was enough. That was enough reason to uh, to be gozeratinus. Beis Yosef and Simtovkovay and Vav writes that that the Rabban and and uh, Rabbi Yossi uh, do not uh, do not disagree. Lukuli Alma one or the other. Certainly, if they attack children, even if the children maybe were not uh, in the city, or they they're just seen in the city somewhere, so that's uh, that's something that's worthy of fasting. However, in the Biragra over there, in Sifav and Simtav Kovayin Vav, he seems to assume that there is a Machlokas. That according to the Tanakama, that uh, if they, you only saw a couple of wolves, okay, so you saw them, that's not a reason to uh, to fast. But only when they actually did damage, when they actually killed somebody, only then would you fast. The following are so uh, significant that we would even be Matriya on Shabbos. Now over here, Matriya probably, Rashi writes, does not mean fasting. Up until now, 
where the word matria itself meant that we cry out and we fast. But on Shabbos, you don't fast. So matria probably just means, says Rashi, probably just means that uh, we cry out. However, the Rambam in the first paragraph of Tanyos sounds like no. It means what it means in the rest of the Mishnah, that these are such significant things that we would even fast on Shabbos for the following things. al if you have a city that's surrounded by Nachrim who want to uh, conquer the city or to, to collect the tax from the city or to be goes a Shemad against this, the city, on Nahar, or there's a river that's threatening to flood the city. You have a boat that's uh, lost at sea that's, uh, and, and is, uh, is, is at risk of sinking. Rabbi Yossi says they could be Matriya and Shabbos only to cry out to people to help them, but not to uh, cry out in Tefillah because we don't have such confidence that our Tefillahs are going to help, so we don't allow being Tzoek on Shabbos. We don't allow crying out on Shabbos. That's how Rashi said back on Daf Yudalid when we, when we quoted this. Back there on Daf Yudalid, Rashi quoted another possibility that the Tanakhama that says Matrian sounds like he means Bekal Ram. And Rabbi Yossi saying Lazara means that we're each Mispalal Bebeso for Azara Bialma. But we're not going to make a public display of the crying out. But you are allowed to cry out to the Ribbon Shalom. It's not a limitation on not crying out to the Ribbon Shalom. Shimon Timni Omer, Afala Dever, Shimon Timni said that we're even Matriya when, when there's Dever on Shabbos, but the Chum did not agree on a Dever in a Makam Rachok where you don't have to be Choshish for it even on a weekday that uh, you should cry out, certainly not on Shabbos. Uh, on any Tzara, if a Chasasholm Tzara happens for the Tzibur, we would be Matriya for any type of Tzara, meaning we gave a number of examples, but this is not an exhaustive list of all the kinds of Tzara. Meaning, could be creative in a way that, uh, that he brings Yisurin onto people, so we didn't give all of the uh, all of the examples. So we should be matriya on all types of tzaros except for rov geshavim. If it rains more than you wanted it to rain, it's annoying. It makes travel difficult. It makes life uh, somewhat difficult. But when you get when you get too much bracha, you're not uh, you're not you're not matriya. People daven for bracha. People want bracha. People daven for rain. You uh, gives you too much bracha. You say thank you very much. You don't uh, you're not matriya for such a thing. So the Mishnah tells a story that once there was a story with Choniyama Agel, his Shabmi that it should rain, and since he knew that his tefillah would be accepted and it's going to rain a lot, he told everyone, they, they told Choniyama Agel to daven for rain, and he said, Okay, you want me to daven for rain? You better take in your, your carbon Pesach ovens from your Chatseros because they're going to Bishoshalayimoku so that they don't get ruined from the amount of rain that's going to come down when I daven. So his so he davened and it didn't rain. He had such confidence and it didn't rain. The uh, the 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 color uh, writes that it didn't rain at first because he shouldn't have had so much confidence. He shouldn't have expressed that kind of uh, confidence. Um, the uh, he, he should have said, bringing your tan- you might argue, what do you mean? What ha- ha- he should have let all their tanurim get destroyed? No, he should have said, bringing your tanurim psachim shema yerdu that it might rain and therefore you want to play it safe. He didn't say any shema. He said. It's going to happen. So, uh, so he was kavanu l'shem shemayim that he didn't he, that if their tanurim psachim get ruined, how are they going to bring korban pesach? So it was kavanu l'shem shemayim, but he should have formulated it differently. Says the kol ramaz. So he says. So he spalvloyer dukshav mi daven it didn't rain. Ma asa so what did he do? Og uga. He made a circle in the uh, in the ground. Uh, the uh, the amar betocha and he stood inside of that circle. Varmel lefanav and he said the following. Rebanu shalolam banecha samu bnei malai shani kaben vayisav anecha. The Kali Yisrael is trusting me 
because I'm like a Ben Bayis that uh, I get to uh, ask for whatever I want whenever I want. Uh, that is, uh, that's what Rashi says. That Rashi says in Masechus Brachos that is Nichlas believe Rishus. Normally you need a uh, heter to daven, right? You can't just uh, go into uh, to, to daven whenever you want. So I could yeah, I could come and say whatever. That's why we started off a tefillah. It's like our matir. It's like we need a heter in order to approach the Rebbe But I'm like a Ben Bayis Lefanecha. I can come in whenever whenever I want. So uh, so I'm taking a Shavua B'Shem Hashem that I will not move from here until you have Rachmanus uh, on your children and it starts to rain. So it started to drizzle. Omar and he says, no, that's not what I was asking for. I wanted rain that's going to fill in all the wells and all the uh, all the, the cisterns. So it started to pour. I didn't ask for a major storm. I want a proper kind of rain. So he got exactly the kind of rain that he ordered. I, you know, it's like he's at a restaurant. I don't want it so well done. I don't want it so rare. And he gets exactly the way uh, the way he likes it. Actually, you saw me Yerushalayim Larabayis till Kalisol had to leave Yerushalayim and climb up on Harabayis because it's higher than the rest of Yerushalayim because everywhere else it was just raining and raining and flooding. So they went and they told just like you daven that it should rain. Now it's time for it to, to daven for the rain to stop. Go see if the uh, if the if, if if the rain covered the large stone that was in your shrine, where anyone who would find an aveda would go there and would uh, and would announce the aveda, and that would only. That would only get covered if there was a real mobble that had come. So his kavana was really just to be docha them and to say, you know, you don't daven for such things. You're asking, meaning, go see if the Evan Atonin is covered. It's not. Meaning, the point is, this is not something that you daven for. So Shalchal Shum Ben Shetach, Shum Ben Shetach, was and sent a message to him, and he said, Umali Choniata, if we were not for the fact that you are who you are, that you are Choniamagal, the famous Choniamagal, such a gadol and such a chash for a person, Gozarni Alechanidoi, I would have uh, put you in the Chayr. Because you're Matriach Hakadosh Baruch Hu so much that where where every time he answers your prayer, you say no, that's not the prayer, that's not the uh, the answer that I ordered. I wanted a little differently. So we're Menadal Kavod Arav. So certainly for the Kavod of the Rebbeinu Shalom, that's disrespectful. What can I do? You you do you act in such a way to have the Rebbeinu Shalom, and he responds to everything you ask for. Like a child who misbehaves, he's a spoiled child. The parents do whatever he wants. And that's what that pasuk is referring to. That parents are always so thrilled with their child; they think that he's such a tzaddik, even when uh, when he's not. If let's say they fast, that's the end of that story. So now, if they were fasting, then in the middle of the fast it starts to rain. So if it started to rain before Neitzachama in the morning of the fast, lo yeshlimu. Then they don't complete the fast until uh, until until uh, until nighttime. The the rush writes that uh, that's dafka betzibur that's misana, but a yach that's misana is always going to be mashed in the fast. And then the rush quotes from the rivet that that's dafka betainus al geshamim, but a tainus on a different sarah you'd always be mashlim because. Uh, 
uh, you always have to fast that the tzara shouldn't come back. You don't want the tzara to return. That's what the Rosh says in the first part of this Masechah. So anyway, so, uh, so if they're fasting and then it started to rain and it rained before Netzach you don't complete the fast. Um, and why is that? Because we assume that the, uh, the, 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 that the fast uh, didn't really begin because it's not the Derech B'nai Adam to, uh, to eat before Netzach anyway. So it's not a time where you would have, uh, where you would have been eating anyhow. Um, the, uh, it doesn't mean that it literally didn't fast because normally fast starts from before Netzach it starts from Elisa Shachar. So the fast did begin but it doesn't seem like it began because it's not a time that a person would have eaten anyway. Lachar Netzach but if it starts to rain only after Netzach Yashlimu, then you complete the fast. Rabbi Lezer Omer Kodem Chatzosa Yashlimu Lach Chatzosa Yashlimu. The, 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 uh, the point that marks off whether you complete the fast or not is Chatzos. That if it rains before Chatzos, then you're not mashing the fast because uh, the Zman of, uh, of Achilles Rov HaOlam is Chatzos HaYom. So until Chatzos HaYom, it's not really called the beginning of a fast day. But once Chatzos HaYom has passed, then it's called the beginning of a fast day. Maisa Shukazur Tainis Belud Vyardulam Gishamim Kodem Chatzos. One time there goes there a Tainis in Lud and it started to rain before Chatzos. So Rabbi Tarfan said to them, go out, eat and drink and make a Yom Tov. They went out, they ate and they drank and they made a Yom Tov. They came back and that's when they said Halal in Ben Arbayim in the evening. The reason that they said Halal after they ate, the Gemara is going to explain, is because you don't say Halal, you only say Halal when you have a full stomach. So they had to go eat first and only after they ate they were ready to say Halal Says the Gemara, say their Tainios Elu, Rishona. The Mishnah started off by saying that all the fast days we've been talking about up until this point is in the Revere Rishona, the first rainy season where it didn't rain like it was supposed to. Uh, but I'll ask you, Stira Revere Rishona Ushnia Lishol, that the first and the second Revere, that's where we say the Saint Talmatar, but Shlishis Lisanos, it's only in the third rainy season, meaning starting from Yudzayin Marcheshvan, where we say that you're actually supposed to fast if it hadn't rained up until that point. So that's so, sir, what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said that everything we've been talking about until this point is only in the Revere Rishona, is only at the very beginning, only Gimel Marcheshvan, the Shnia Zayin Marcheshvan, and the Shlishis is Yud Zayin Marcheshvan. So I'm Rav Yudah Hachi Ka'amar. So he said, no, no, what our Mishnah meant to say is as follows. Say the Tiny Yosha Amor, Emesai, Bishman Siyatza, Revere Rishona, Ushnia Ushlishis, Liardu Gishamin. That everything we've been talking about until this point is where all three Revios come and go, and it hasn't rained. Aval, Yardu Kishamba Revere Rishona, Vizarvalot Samchu. But what if they, it did rain in Revere Rishona and then they planted and nothing grew? Inamit Samchu Vichazav Nishtanu, or it grew, but it was with such a shinoi that it's, uh, that, it's, uh, that it's not growing properly. Matri and Alein Miyad. Then we're Matriya right away. Amr of Nachman, Dafka Nishtanu. When the Mishnah says we're Matriya Miyad, when, when it's Nishtanu, it Dafka means that, uh, that, that it's Nishtanu. It doesn't mean that it's totally dried out. Aval Yav Shulo, but if it's totally dried out, out, they will not be matria because once it's totally dried out, it's a lost cause, and then it's a tefillah shav, meaning we, we need a heter to daven, and you're not allowed to daven for just anything, you're not allowed to daven for a miracle. So, if something is already gone, it's already dead, you're not allowed to be mispalal al shaava, you're not allowed to be mispalal for what already happened. That's what the Mishnah tells us in Masechus Brachos that if a woman is pregnant, you're not allowed to daven that, uh, that the baby should be a particular gender because the gender has already been determined. So, you're not allowed to daven for such a thing. If you hear that, uh, 
called Tzvacha Be'ir, you're coming into the, on the outskirts of town and you hear some screaming somewhere in the city, says the Mishnah, you're not allowed to daven. She says, let it not be in my house, because it already is. It either is or isn't, so you're not allowed to daven on that which already is. If it's totally dried out, it's totally destroyed, it's too late. You're not allowed to daven for such a thing. Only something that could still change, you could daven for. Says Mar Pshita, Yeah, that's why the Mishnah said Nishtanu. It didn't say that it totally dried out. So says Mar Lotzricha da Akun that uh, maybe uh, the 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 started to go uh, in, to grow in a in a kana after it dried out. So Mar the Tema Akanta Milsa. I might think that Milsahi uh, that that uh, that some of it is seems to be okay. That that's considered uh, good, even though uh, even though it dried out. Tefillah is going to help to bring it back. So Kamash Milan. That's what Nachum tells us that uh, that that uh, minor tikkun that you notice is not going to be enough to help when uh, when it's really dried out. The Mishnah said also if it if 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 it stopped raining in between one rain and the next for forty days, then we're matria because that's a makas pitzoris. My makas pitzoris. What does it mean, makas pitzoris? No one's hungry yet. How could you call that a makas pitzoris? No one's hungry yet when that happens, but if that happens, you know that it's only a matter of time. You're able to predict the market conditions that are going to be, that it's going to be a pitzoris. When in one city there's no grain, and in another city there, uh, there is grain, and you're able to bring, using the river from one city to the next, there's, uh, there's uh, the ability to ship from one, uh, from one city to the next, so batsorta. That's only a batsoris. That's not called the higher level of famine, called the ra'av, because you're able to bring uh, tavua by boat, uh, and and one is going to be able to supply the other. So uh, so you have a little bit of a tircha in doing so, but it's not the end of the world. Medinasa, medinasa. But if you need to bring from one medina to another medina, and you need to bring it on dry land, so you have to get donkeys or whatever to uh, to, to schlep all this tavua. That's kafna. That's already a real ra'av. That's already a real famine. Because that's very hard to uh, to do in large numbers. Meaning, a boat you can fill up with a ton of stuff, but there's only so much uh, you know a, a donkey is going to be able is going to be able to carry. I wonder if now that we have trucks, maybe uh, maybe it's different. I mean, there was a limit to how much they were able to uh, to load on to animals. Whereas a boat, they made these massive boats and they floated, and you were able to, to load on a whole bunch of it. also says another difference between b'tzaris and ra'av. If a of tvua cost a sella, which is expensive, but it's available. You can find it in the store. So even though it's expensive, but it's available, batsorta. That's batsoris. That's not the more serious type of uh, of, of, of famine because uh, pe- people uh, uh, are not gonna are not gonna be so uh, desperate. But our ba But if you have force in that you could buy for a seller where it's not even so expensive, but it's not easy to find. Meaning when you do find it, it's cheap, but then it's gone. And by the time you get to the store, it's gone. Then kafna. Then it's already a ra'av. That's a much more serious type of famine. When Rabbi Chanina said that the difference between b'tzaris and ra'av is totally in how available the tavua is, and it doesn't matter on the the, the price. That's only when uh, people have money. So meaning there's uh, there's business, there's commerce going on, and people are making money. And it's just that the grain is very expensive. So since the grain is available and you have the ability to buy it, that's not considered a ra'av. 
that's only considered a bitzores because the the payrolls are very expensive. Avumos be yoker, but if uh, it's uh, hard to find money, no one has any business. Everyone's out of a job. Payrolls bezul and the payrolls, even if they're available, they're very cheap. That's not a bitzores because there's no money to buy the payrolls with, and uh, the the, the uh, this, so whoever has it has no one to sell it to. So uh, it doesn't help that they're selling it for cheap. So that's really a ra'av. That's matrida lembiad. That's the more serious kind of uh, famine, and that you have to be matria right away. says, I remember that it used to be that four sav tavua could be bought for uh, for a seller. Meaning, I remember when things were so cheap. You think that's just a modern thing that uh, older people say? I remember when you can get uh, you know a hot dog uh, and a soda for a nickel. So I remember when uh, you know the arba and there were people who whose whose bodies were swelling because of uh, because of famine because they were starving like their stomachs become uh, bloated because uh, there were so many uh, people that were dying of, of starvation they didn't have any money to buy any grain and therefore it didn't help that it was cheap it doesn't matter that it's cheap if everyone's starving then it doesn't matter that it's cheap the Mishnah said that if it uh, if it rains enough for uh, to provide for the vegetation but not for the trees we're matria right away so I get how that could happen right means it comes down softly it doesn't come down strong enough to, to supply support the trees because it really needs to get into the, deep into the ground to uh, to nourish the trees or the elon and I get how it could rain in a way that's beneficial for the trees but not for the smuchnicha where it only comes down but it doesn't come down softly so it will go right into the depths of the ground and into the roots of the trees, but it's not going to help the tzmachim that are not in the depths of the ground. And I also get how it could be good for the tzmachim and for the ilanos, but not for the uh, for the cisterns and the bora and the, and the wells. Da'asya comes down very strong and very soft, but uh, but it doesn't come down so much. The quantity is not enough water to fill up all the boros. But how do you ever have a rain that fills up all the boroshich and but does not help the trees or the tzmachin? So dasu b'shvichusa. It comes uh, with a lot of koach in a way that's not going to help the tzmachin and is going to break the trees. I Meaning it's like a hurricane type of thing, but the boros will be full because it's a it's a large quantity of rain. So it could rain in such a way where it's too too harsh. For the uh, for the tzmachim, and it's uh, and the, the, it's so harsh that it breaks the trees rather than nourishes the trees. So you have fallen trees all over the place, and uh, but it will fill in the boroshich and maros. Tan We said that if it doesn't rain properly for a tree, you can uh, start being matria for the trees. Beprosa pesach, fifteen days before pesach, because that's when trees are sp- supposed to sprout in Eretz Yisrael. Ala boroshich and maros. I feel chag. For if there's enough rain for for uh, for for uh, uh, for drinking, but not enough to uh, be mashka the zra'im and the behemos, then even 15 days before Sukkot, even though it's already before the, it's before the Zman that, it's, uh, that the rain is supposed to come, uh, we don't wait, uh, we're matria right away because uh, the, uh, the, the, the rain that we have gathered together 
is uh, is is gonna is gonna be mismaet at the end of the summertime, and you have to fill it up during that time. That's the time where re- we really need it to rain. If there's no rain to drink, then you're matria right away. What does it mean? It means on Monday, Thursday, Monday, because those are the days that we read from the Torah based on Takanas Ezra, and uh, we're only goes of tightness on those days, on uh, Monday, Thursday, Monday, Thursday, Monday. That's when we have the long Tachun, which also relates to that, that those are days of extra Rachamim, uh, Pashtus, and therefore those are days that it's appropriate to fast and it's appropriate to be Marbe B'Tachnunim. Va'alkulan ein matrin alein ele ba'aprachia shalahem. And all these Tzaros, even though those that, that are uh, that are Makama Halechas, were only Matriya in the Malchus that uh, that that, uh, that that the uh, that this happened. The Askara, but a, a, a certain type of disease that begins in a person's mouth and then spreads to the rest of the body. If it's killing people and it's considered a Makkah that's going to spread, or Matriya before people die from it. Uh, I'm sorry, Matriya. But even when people if people are dying from it, if people are suffering from this disease, but they're not dying from it, then we're not Matriya on it. If there's Arbe, if there's, uh, the, 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 there are grasshoppers that are sucking out the moisture from the grain, so then even Bakalshu, even if you only see it a little bit, because that for sure is going to start spreading very quickly. But, uh, but uh, if you just see some grasshoppers, that's, uh, that's not enough to be Matriya right away, because you don't know that they're doing any damage yet. That even on Chagav, even when you see some grasshoppers, you'd uh, be Matriya right away. If it didn't rain strong enough to support the trees, so during the rest of the Shemitah, the rest of the years of the Shemitah cycle, the first six years of the Shemitah cycle will be Matriya, but during the Shemitah year itself, we're not going to be Matriya because it's all Hefker. For the Boros of the Shechan and Ma'aros, even during the Shemitah, we're going to be Matriya because you, you always need water to drink. Even on the uh, Ilanos, uh, the Peros that grow on their own uh, during, uh, during Shemitah that don't, that don't have because that's going to provide the parnasa for the uh, for the anim. But uh, that uh, even for the svichei zrayim, not just for the ilanos, but even for the svichei zrayim, you're allowed to be matria during the shemitah year because that provides parnasa for the anim. From the day that the basin was destroyed, rain became tzimuk in the olam. It doesn't. Uh, it only comes down uh, in a, in a difficult way, in a way that's uh, that, that that's uh, that's that's a nuisance. When the basin was around, the kohen gadol would daven for the for the rain. Meaning, there are some years where it rains plenty, and some years where it rains very little. There are some years that it rains in the right time. And there are some years that it does not rain in the right time. When it actually rains on the right time, what's that like? What's the marshal to? That's like a master providing the parnasa for the event on uh, the first day of the week, where he has time to prepare everything. So then he's going to have proper meals the entire week. He has time to make sure, set up a meal plan for the entire week. When it doesn't rain on time, you know what that's like? Levitch Nasal Rabba Parnasasu Bar of Shabbos. That's like uh, an event that the 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 
master gives him his parnasa only on erev Shabbos, where he doesn't have time to prepare everything for Shabbos. So the the bread is not going to be baked properly. And it's and it's the quality is not going to be the the same. So Shanashigashmarubin the Maladome. When there's a lot of rain, what's the mashal too? Levit shenosnlo rabo parnasasu bebasachas. That's like the master giving the parnasu to the evet all at one time. So nimtu rechayim tochanos mina kor masha tochanos mina kav. That the mill will grind from a kor what they could grind from a kav. Meaning uh, the, uh, the, the there's always uh, uh, no matter how much you use the mill, the, the, no matter how much grain you put in the mill to grind, there's always some that's going to stick a little bit. There's some that's going to be lost uh, in the grinding process so you want to put in as much as you can because that that same amount is going to be lost in the uh, in the process no matter how much you put in so you want to be able to put in uh, large quantities you put in a small quantity and then you have to do it 10 times so that means 10 times you're losing a little bit and it turns out that uh, that the the, uh, the 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 isa where you you make the dough will be from the car where it eats from the calf that each time you need the dough there's a little bit that gets stuck to the bowl so also when you need the dough you want to need a lot of dough at one time otherwise you're gonna you're gonna lose out so uh so the same is true when it comes to rain that some of the rain is going to get absorbed into uh into parts of the ground that are uh, that are not going to be useful some is going to dry out from the wind so uh the 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 uh the, the quantity is going to be lost from the rain that comes out in uh, small quantities at a time um as opposed to if it all came at once so a certain amount of rain would be lost from drying up but that, that same amount would, would be lost multiple times if it comes in uh, small in small uh, installments when you don't have too much rain what's it like it's like a, 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 a master giving his evet a little by little that's the idea we've been saying another uh, comparison that when there's a lot of rain what's that like it's a person like mixing cement. If he has a lot of water, so then it's gonna the cement is gonna mix properly because uh, he puts all the water that he needs into the uh, mixture at once, and he's able to mix it really well, and it's not gonna dry as he's working. But if he doesn't have too much water, he's gonna run out of water, and the cement is not going to mix properly. So it's always better to have uh, to have a lot of water. Okay, tomorrow we'll begin with the story of Tan Rabban and Pamachas, the story of. Nakim and Ben Gurion. Oh, yeah. okay.